On this edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad, the draft coverage continues and it is presented by Advent Health. And we catch up with one of the newest members of the Orlando Magic, the eighth overall pick from this past draft. He is Franz Wagner. Of course, we got to know his brother Mo, spent the last month, month and a half with the Orlando Magic closing out last season. So Franz gets into his love for basketball, his upbringing in Germany, playing for the local team back home, ultimately coming to the University of Michigan, playing for Juwan Howard, recruited by John Beeline, uh, but what his two years at Michigan meant to him and then what he thinks about coming to City Beautiful. He heard a lot of great things from his older brother, Mo, uh, from his time here with the Orlando Magic. Hopefully, the Magic have an opportunity to have both of them on the roster here this year coming up. Uh, Franz gets into what he brings to this Magic team, playing alongside Jalen Suggs, the fit for him here in Orlando, and what he sees the future of this Magic team becoming. Lots of fun stuff to get into as we get to know Franz Wagner here on Orlando Magic Pod Squad. This draft coverage presented by Advent Health. And welcome, everyone, to another edition of Magic Pause Squad. Uh, the draft coverage continues. It's presented by Advent Health, and it is our pleasure to officially welcome the eighth overall draft pick here in 2021, Franz Wagner. Thanks. Kind enough to join us. Man, this has uh, been a whirlwind, I'm sure, for you in the last couple hours, the last couple days and weeks. Uh, just kind of take us through the, the emotions and what it's been like for you here the last the last day or two. Yeah, thanks for having me, first of all. Um, no, it's been definitely a crazy journey. Um, I mean, starting like end of May, all the pre-draft stuff, um, starting out in L.A. and just working out on my game. And then uh, in July, I started working out for some teams, and including Orlando. So uh, I kind of know, know the facilities already a little bit. And um, yeah, obviously, draft draft week really was was just crazy. So many meetings and interviews um, behind the behind the scenes that I didn't know about before. So um, it was definitely exciting. I tried to take it all in, and uh, when when I got called, I was I was obviously really excited. You can relate to it, Jeff. But having your having your name called and your dream realized, you're now an NBA player. You have a team. You know where you're going to be. I mean, it's got to be to this point everything you'd hoped for, right? Oh, for sure. Um, it feels kind of weird. Like it hasn't really hit home yet that it actually happened. But um, maybe in a week or so, when I look back on the pictures and the videos, uh, yeah, maybe it hit home for me. You know, Magic fans know your brother. We, we saw him uh, with the ball club this year. They know what kind of game your brother has. Sort of compare and contrast you as a basketball player with your, with your older brother, Mo. Uh, I think we play similarly on offense, I'd say. Um, just there's a little difference. He's just a little bigger and plays as a, as a big guy. So uh, I, was, I always played on the perimeter really all my life. Um, but, you know, just like Mo, I think I can dribble well um, for my size, can shoot real well from the outside and also make decisions with the ball uh, and make plays uh, in, the, in the lane. And uh, I think I'm versatile on the court. I think I can play defense, guard multiple guys uh, on the court. And um, also off the, off the ball, I think I'm really good um, trying to be an effective player without the ball because obviously guys like Cole or RJ on this team, um, you know, you need guys that can play without the ball too. So hope I can bring that to the team. I saw you. I saw you. You grew a couple of inches between your freshman and sophomore year. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, for so sure. So you come back after your freshman year at Michigan, and you're a couple inches taller. Are you still growing? Uh, I might be still like growing a little bit, um, but yeah, that that summer because it was the whole COVID pause too. So nobody saw me for like three, four months, and I came <laughs> back to campus. I was like, yeah, you definitely grew. Um, so yeah, 
Maybe maybe a little bit more. You I know, don't it's know. funny. Everybody in the office had that reaction when they saw me come through last <laughs> night because they they hadn't seen me in about like twelve or thirteen months, well, and they they're thought, like, "You shrunk." No, no, it was it was width. It was more width. They said, "Well, they, they, they're like, oh, George, you look good. Like, you look good. You look you look different. You look, yeah, you look different. Yeah, that's that's that's." So I, I, we, I guess the follow up to David's question then, since we know your brother Mo and everything. Uh, if there is a one-on-one -on -one competition between the two, I, I, I'm guessing Mo would say he would take you because yeah. he's older. Do you have an answer for that one? I mean, I would I'll always take me in a one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> um, Has that happened? Uh, I mean, not for a while. It's been a while since we played. Um, I think, you know, we might fight or something like that because um, we're really competitive. Parents and, won't let him have it. Let him do it. Yeah, Brothers so, like, fight? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I hate losing against anybody, but against Mo is like – the end of the world so yeah. um no really definitely a fun matchup for sure he's fun on twitter he doesn't pull any punches i mean he can, I, I find it downright mean at times yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> Some of the things that, yeah you guys was, have a great relationship oh for sure yeah. i mean that's just all fun and games like on social media and stuff but um no he was i saw a video like him watching a draft in tokyo he's playing for germany right. and um that was really the coolest part of the, of the night for me, uh, seeing him, how, how happy how happy it was. How helpful has, since Mo has gone through this, the process, how helpful was he to you, you know, with you leading up to that? How helpful was it to have, I mean, not everybody has a brother yeah. that has gone through it. I mean, you're lucky enough to have that in your hip pocket. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was definitely really helpful um, going into, like, the, the visits and, and stuff with the teams, um, what I can expect from the workouts and from the meetings and what people are really looking for, like, um, what, what he told me really, they know your game. It's more about what kind of guy are you and um, how you push through adversity in these workouts. So um, that's what I focused on when I prepared for them. And uh, I think it worked out really well. Franz, you, you've, you've played against grown men since you were a kid, right? 16, 17 years old, uh, playing overseas. Uh, what did yeah. that experience, just kind of tell us about your journey uh, a little bit. I fell in love with the game of basketball, playing uh, you know, in, in professional leagues uh, before yeah. you came to college. Yeah, well, I started playing when I was seven, and I started because Mo was playing. So um, I was that little brother. I just wanted to do what his, what his big brother is doing. So um, I went through all the, the youth program of Alba Berlin, um, which is my hometown hometown team. And, um, yeah, then I was lucky enough to, to play for the, with the pros for almost two years, um, you know, which was obviously so cool for me. It's like... I grew up watching those guys in, in that arena uh, my, my whole life. And then to be in that situation was, was really cool for me. And I got a lot better in those two years, I thought. And um, yeah, that, was a, that was a dream come true, playing, playing in front of my hometown fans. And uh, like I said, I learned so much, yeah. I think it's interesting. Um, you were asked this last night about your journey a little bit. And for most people, I think that um, you know, you watch guys come up, and so it's high school basketball, and there's AAU, and then yeah. you go to college. When you're in Europe, it's a little bit different. Kind of explain to our listeners the that that whole club mentality, yeah. where it's not really your school; it's there. It's a club. It happened to be in your hometown. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, you don't play for your high school; you play for a club, for any club in the city or wherever you want to play. So, um, I was lucky enough to stay with the same club for. You know, since I was seven, but a lot of people jump around um, depending on the situation and stuff. Um, but yeah, there's I think there's advantages and disadvantages to everything. Um, playing for your school, I think there's a different um, connection to the fans and obviously to the students and stuff. So uh, that's where I really wanted to go to college too. But um, 
No, I think I think it was really cool for me to stay with the same club my whole life uh, until I went to Michigan and you know kind of see the people that have helped me um, throughout the journey. They never really changed, so um, that was really cool for me. But um, it's definitely a lot different. You you go to you go to your school and you have your friends there, and you know after school you go to practice and there's a whole another group of people. So um, it's definitely a different experience. You know, anytime I see a couple of brothers who play any sport at an elite level like you and Mo, the Holiday Brothers. Um, you know, there are some brothers, the Lopez. The Adekumbos. Yeah, the Adekumbos. Unbelievable. There's four more still coming in the pipeline. But, you know, I always think, I'm always curious, what is that, what is that upbringing like? What, 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 uh, what were some of the keys? I know your mom is a Suicides at age five, David. <laughs> no, no, no. Come Suicides on. start right, right out of the room. Right, right, yeah, before no. pre-K, your they mom go right is, to suicide. Your mom is a, what, a journalist? Yes. And, and your dad, they're professional so, people in Germany. Tell us about your home, your home life, how you, how you guys were raised. Yeah, so it's actually really unique. Um, so my parents met probably like in the 90s, early 90s, which was right after the, the wall came down in Germany. Um, that split the country in the east and west. And um, my mom grew up on the west side and my dad on the east side, which is really rare. And normally, uh, you know, couples from that time, they, they grew up in the same area. So um, east and west Germany are, were really different, um, very different political systems. And uh, so we learned from early on kind of like to have an open mind and to see, see things, um, you know, objectively and not just judge them. Um, right the first second really and that there's always good and bad in, in every situation and um, they're they're athletic and played sports growing up but never professionally my parents and uh, they met in uh, in college and university I went to, to uh, study medicine together and that's how they met and um, there was always like a competitive spirit in the family I'd say but it was never like oh you have to play sport or you have to you know push yourself every day like a lot of kids in Germany especially because there isn't really high school basketball or anything like that. They just, um, you know, go to school and maybe maybe have a job or plan for something else. But um, once I picked up the ball, at least for me, I think for Mo was the same thing. It was like there, there's a passion here that, that you can't really replicate somewhere else. So how was your transition coming to, to the States? I mean, you, you were in Germany, obviously, all, all that time, and then you come over to the States. How was that transition for you? And then now you're transitioning to the professional ranks here uh, in the NBA. Yeah, um, for me it was important to have an experience um, off the court that I wouldn't have had um, if I stayed in Germany and signed a professional contract. So I wanted to learn a new culture and get to know new people and uh, also people that don't have anything to do with basketball. So that's really why I went to college. For me the transition wasn't too difficult just because of Mo and I already knew some people on the staff and at Michigan um, on campus. Um, but for him, I think it was a lot. Was lot it tougher? He, was yeah. it a lot tougher for Mo yeah, to go just, through? Yeah, I mean, he was just all by himself. Really had to get um, really situated all by himself, and I already knew half of the staff, so um, it was it was definitely an adjustment, obviously. But um, living so far from home, but um, I mean, in Michigan on campus, everybody's so helpful. Um, I was I was really situated really early. You know, I would imagine Juwan Howard, and you mentioned, you asked him last yes. night, what a great fit for you, right? A yeah. guy that played the game, coached the game, and I would think made it pretty, you made that transition. But he didn't recruit you, right? So Beeline, Beeline right? recruited me first, right, right. and then um, once Beeline left, um, Juwan called me once he got the job, um, which was like a week or two after. 
So, um, but how did that help you? What, what did he teach you? What, what kind of th stories did he tell or tips did he give you? How, how did he help you grow your game? Um, I mean, he's like everything that he says, like you just automatically listen as a young player just because he's played where you want to get to. And uh, for so long, which is so hard to do, yeah, he was in the league like 19 years. So um, then he coached thereafter. So um, I think that itself was for everybody on the team was really cool um, to have someone like that. Um, we, you can just talk to him. He's such a cool guy. He always had an open, open door policy where you can just jump in his office and just talk about whatever, um, really. And um, he's big on habits. Like that, that's the only one thing I would say. Like he, he taught you how to be a professional, although we weren't in college really. And um, you know, just how you go about your, your things every day, um, your habits that you do every day, they have to align with what you want to get in life. And uh, that's kind of my mantra. That's why I, what I try to do every day. I mentioned to you last night, I had an opportunity, you know, spent a lot of time watching game film, you know, obviously because you guys were a top five team most yeah. of the year, watching a lot of your games through the year. And what's interesting to me is not all, but Juwan, I thought, did a, a great service to his players. He ran a lot of pro sets, yeah. a lot of things that you're going to see uh, as you move on into your NBA career. Do you look at that and realize how beneficial uh, that was for you? Oh, for sure. That was like I asked him when 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 we talked before I committed. Like, what do you, what kind of style do you want to play? And um, he pretty much said, like, I'm from the NBA, so we're gonna play like an NBA team. So um, the offense is really similar. I think a lot of like quick hitters and uh, just quick type actions, and um, the defense is really similar too. We played drop coverage the whole year, really. Um, had NBA um, terminology in our practices, and uh, I hope that that will help uh, once I so get here in practice. You. I, yeah, I, you know, that's, you know, that's, I think that's a tough transition a lot sure, of times yeah. for guys coming out of college because yeah. the the language and how quick things move, and th um, so I think you know there's a lot of coaches that are former NBA players now stepping down into the college level, yeah. and I think we've seen uh, at least last year I saw a few that really benefited. Um, it can pick up NBA things very quickly. So I think that's that is a bonus for you. Yeah, for sure. What do you know about the Magic? Um, Mo played here late in the year. What do you know about the organization? What do you know coming in about the players that you'll be joining? How do you feel like you fit with the current roster? I think I fit very well. I think there's a lot of young talent. I think there was kind of like a transitional period where um, the Magic were you know, in the playoffs but barely and kind of like in that middle. Uh, set in the Eastern Conference. So and then there were seven um, years we weren't in the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was hard. That was hard. So we uh, like the playoffs better. Why? So I, I, I have PTSD as it is over here. What are you doing? But, but it, doing? It, I guess like compared to some other franchises, like it's been what twelve years yeah, since since right. the the finals appearance was. So right. uh, I think everyone like and like you guys said, like you guys are here for have been here for a bunch of years, and so people that are that are here, they know how that feels. So. Um, I think that can be really important um, when you have a young group like like we do to, um, you know, be able to, to have some people on staff and stuff that, that have been there and know what it feels like um, to build something special. Now, point. our equipment manager, Jacob Diamond, told me you're going to wear 21. Yeah. Which is yeah. what Mo's number was at the end of the year. And obviously Mo's a free agent, so we don't know if Mo will be back. But if Mo yeah. does come back to Orlando... <laughs> I, is there going to be a fight for the jersey? How's this going to work out? Because I, 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 I got, honestly got told two different things last night. I was initially told, okay, Mo will take 25, or uh, Franz will take 25. 
no, no, never mind. He's going to take 21. And so, that got me thinking. Maybe so, you guys so here's got what it takes to Jacob. Here's what it takes to Jacob. <laughs> if Mo doesn't come back, yeah. I'm taking 21. Just because, you know, I always took sure. Mo's numbers, really. Because okay. there's like a connection there, obviously. All right. That's nice. Um, That's nice. Keep it as the that. rookie and as the younger brother, this is, will be the only thing I do as his younger brother on the team. Um, <laughs> I would give him his number, honestly. So um, you'll switch back. So if Mo does come back, you if will. If that isn't will... too much work on Jacob, uh, on Jacob's part, I, I would be. Uh, or you guys that. just play one on one and settle it, and whoever we wins gets twenty one. Like I just said, we can do that. Right. Right. <laughs> draft pick, so I, I, I good think point. You know, good he's point. got to pay for it. We could go lots of different ways. There's a lot of yeah. He's got to pay for that number if he wants it. You know, we don't we don't like player comparisons, and we don't do it because we don't think it's fair to guys coming out of the league, right? So you're going to be your own guy. Was there anyone you patterned your game after? Did did you have a favorite player or a role model? I know your brother obviously played a big part in that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like everybody coming up, obviously I watched like the big time players. I watched Dirk a bunch, um, D-Wade a bunch when I was growing up, KD, LeBron. Um, but I'm not going to say that I play like these guys. <laughs> like, um, I, I feel like you, you take some things from everybody. Um, I just try to be as complete as I, I can be, honestly, work on everything. Um, I think it's going to be really important for me how I can hit my shot this next season. And um, yeah, hopefully... Um, improve in, in all areas, really get stronger a little bit, um, get, be a better defender and, um, you know, make some decisions may, maybe with the ball. But um, all that takes time. I, I just hope to be the best player I can be one day. You told us uh, before we started taping that you were in school right up, you know, going to class right up until the draft, I guess, or really, yeah. through the spring. Um, I, academics are obviously really important to you. You were all Big Ten academic, maybe all American academic as far as I know. Do you I plan was, on yeah. finishing out um, college I, academically? You're gonna, you plan to get a degree? And yeah, I definitely do. Um, I still have to figure out my major just because the one I wanted to do uh, will be a little bit tricky if I'm, if I'm not on campus. Which is? Like, is um, I wanted to do organizational studies, which is a really new major at Michigan. Um, they only accept like 40 students a year. Um, so it was really hard to get in for me, but um, you kind of learn. Uh, Franz Wagner Library will help too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Oh, all of a sudden Franz day. is in the program. No big deal. All maybe good. one day. Maybe all one day. day. We'll help make that happen. <laughs> That's funny. No, you kind of learn how to how to start a business or really any organization or a nonprofit and stuff like that. And I think um, kind of leaning on you know the responsibility I think that you have as an NBA player is to make an impact on on, a com on any communities really that need it. So um, I think that major would have helped me a lot, but there's a lot of other good majors that, that Well, it sounds do. like you you plan on being a big part of this community yeah, based on I mean, that philosophy. Um, here, also back home in, in Germany, I think there's so many things that you can do um, that you know help, help people improve their lives and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I just got drafted. I, I still have some things to figure out for myself, but sure, sure. Um, I'm eager to You're like. You're going to get unpacked first, and then you can We'll give you like a month. We'll give you like a month we'll to get settled, maybe get an apartment or something. No, but that's definitely something like I want to explore. Like, how, how can I help uh, people out? You know, so, I think about this. Oh, sorry, JC, but I think about this roster, right? And you got young guys on this team. You got guys that are going to handle the basketball the majority of the time, and you'll have your moments. You'll score and you'll you'll dominate the ball as well. But the way you play and the way you see the floor and the way you facilitate and set up teammates, the way you defend, you, you seem to have an overall great feel for the game of basketball, right? Uh, do you feel like you're going to be a? I know you mentioned you feel you're a great fit here, but how do you feel you complement kind of some of the guys on this? Team? Um, yeah, like I said earlier, I mean, drafting Jalen, who's a very dy dynamic player, and um, 
had the ball a bunch in college. Uh, Cole was really the same way and RJ Hampton the same way. Um, I think just thinking of those three guys, I think they can do so many things with the ball. I think it's important to spread the floor and uh, make things easier for them. Um, I hope I can be one of the guys that does that. Um, also, I think I have qualities with the ball in my hands, but um, I think one thing that I pride myself on is being an effective player wherever I am on the, on the court. And sometimes that is like cutting and getting another teammate open with a screen or something like that. And um, yeah, I think those little things impact winning just as much as scoring a bunch. Sure, absolutely. It's obviously, you know, several months have passed since you've decided to you know, make the decision to, to come out of college and, and, and try to start your NBA career. While you were taking classes in the, in the other part of the time, what kind of things were you working on uh, from a game standpoint? What, what do you see as some areas that you've really got to get better in as a player? Well, there, were, there was a, like a combination like April and May where I was like kind of working on my stuff, but also preparing for the pre-draft process. So um, like I said earlier, shooting is going to be really important, just uh, making sure I'm more consistent. I shot it really inconsistent um, this past year. Um, but I think I think I can shoot a lot better than I did. Um, so that was that was a big emphasis, um, getting stronger. Uh, I was in the weight room a bunch, and um, obviously these are world class athletes now. And uh, you know everybody was a top guy in college. So I think there's a lot more athletic and faster guys in, in the NBA. So that'll be important for me. And then, um, like I said earlier, I think I can still improve on uh, you know making decisions with the ball and uh, creating off the dribble. I think. Um, if I can do that in the next couple of years, I think that would be really good for me. You, know, you mentioned earlier, I, I, I didn't want to leave this out, but um, that uh, Mo is in Tokyo uh, yeah. with the, the, the German basketball team. Is, it, is that something that you look forward to doing at some Oh, point? for sure, for sure. Especially, obviously, that's a great opportunity to play with Mo. And um, I mean, I haven't had the chance to really represent my country at the, at the biggest stage. so. Um, that we were definitely. Uh, you know, Franz, well, give us a future. sense of what that means. So, I mean, Mo's playing well. He's playing great. He's yeah. a big part of that team, right? Well, what does that mean to that sense of pride, right? Yeah, unusual. He's got to have all. He's got to have a lot of people cheering him on back home. Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, for Americans, it's a little different. Like people expect to be at the Olympic Games uh, in basketball, but it's not like that in Germany. Like this was a big deal making the tournament making the Olympic Games. I think the last time was when Dirk played in 08, so uh, in Beijing. So that that's a long time. Yeah. Um, so I think just being there, uh, being able to, to call himself a, an Olympian is, is a huge accomplishment. And uh, for all of the guys, like there's guys on that team that have played 12 years and never been able to, to play there. So um, it's definitely, definitely a, a huge deal. Do you guys have a relationship with Dirk? I mean, did, did he reach out to you? He does. Uh, I haven't met Dirk. Um, hopefully, we can do that in the oh, future. They were just waiting for you to get drafted. Now you, now you can meet. That's now it. You get club. drafted, yeah. and then now you can meet Dirk. That's part of. That's how it goes. That's what Dirk's yeah. waiting Maybe. for. He's known for that. That's why I'm I've surprised he wasn't waiting for you at the airport. To be honest, to say goodbye. So, what do you like? Let Orlando fans know who you are. Like, what do you like to do? Do you like to read, play video games? You, you, you um, cook. What are you? What are you into? I do like to cook. Um, I, I want to learn an instrument this this next year. I know there's Ooh. there's going to be a lot of like free time that I didn't have in college. So. Uh, to fill that, uh, I might want to uh, learn an instrument. And um, other than that, I just like learning stuff and getting to know uh, new stuff that I, that I haven't seen before and exploring things. So I'm really excited to, to do that here. 
Well, what instrument? I got to know what you're going to try. Uh, to pick I want to learn the piano. I think uh, that'll be a that'll be a good option. You oh, that's walk good. Into that's a room, good because right? you know you can do. You know, most of the hotels uh, have right. a piano. You can't pick tuba. It, it's better than bringing a saxophone to, to your yeah. room. We had a guy that. that did that, and uh, Dante just picked up the uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just picked up the piccolo cornet. So he he can show you how that works pretty well if you'd like. But you said you. I think I read somewhere you did everything on Netflix. Now you're cycling back through, right? Yeah. So yeah. And I'm a big like watching TV shows like just even during draft week it was like just an hour like don't talk to me like, I just want to <laughs> what's your I latest what's your latest uh, binge um my latest I just finished Game of Thrones um so I'm a little late on that um I love watching Entourage which is like kind of an older show but um that would probably be my favorite one that's right. one of your favorites, isn't it, David? Entourage. I guess parting thought, you know, just final thoughts just for the for the Magic fans here. Just just let them know what they can expect from you. We, we know you're a guy that works hard, plays hard, and you're going to leave it all out there on the floor every night. Just what would your message be to Magic fans? Um, honestly, I just want to be a guy that, that fits in really well with the team, be known as a great teammate, um, someone that helps other people out, um, someone that, that's eager to learn every day and, um, ask questions and just improve every day. I think um, if I have that mindset, I think um, you know that would, that would be great for for my for my development and also for the team. Isn't that great? Refreshing. George and I mailed it in to- twenty years ago. <laughs> twenty. Oh, but that's <laughs> but that's generous. Nice. That's a great attitude. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Great to Thank meet you. you. Welcome to Orlando. Thanks Fox. for having me. Thank you. All right, Magic Pod Squad draft coverage presented by Advent Health.